what's up everybody uh how you doing happy fucking new year uh it is it is 2024 when you will be it's not actually not yet for me but it will be in the future when you listen to this it will be 2024 um so there's that got any uh new year's resolutions are you are you one of those people do you do you, do you think january 1st is a <laughs> do you think uh all right new year new me all of that shit um yeah i don't know i'm not a uh i'm not a uh uh, uh, new year's resolution type uh i tend to like to, i always try to think of new year's resolutions every year just to, to make fun of new year's resolutions um some of my favorites have been uh new year's resolution is going just and the only reason i don't even thought of this is people will ask me what my new year's resolution is and uh i'll have to think of something and i'll be like well i'm gonna eat healthy and exercise for about a week and a half and then i'm gonna go back to enjoying my life um Another good New Year's resolution I did was, uh, and uh, just just to uh, preface this one, it was 2009 going into 2010. That is important for this information. Um, important information for for the resolution. Uh, as uh, my resolution was to start writing a 10 in the upper right hand corner of my rent check. Uh, killed it that year. I did. <laughs> uh, Totally nailed it. Also, the first one I nailed too. Every one of my New Year's resolutions, I always fucking nail it. Um, yeah. I uh, remember red checks. That was fun. I I don't even remember the last time I actually had checks. <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, now I just uh touch my phone a few times and it's done. Um, let's see. Another good. Uh, my favorite New Year's resolution was always uh to not pretend like january 1st holds any motivational value boom i nail that one every year because uh i don't know new year's resolutions are stupid i don't see what uh what the date has to do with anything <laughs> it's, just, it's a made-up thing so we could keep track of shit it's just like time you know clocks and calendars it it it's we need we need we need ways to keep track of shit but it, it's 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 made up it really is and it doesn't hold any motivational value. Uh, a new year, new me ain't shit. Ain't going to happen. You're still you. The date isn't going to change you. You have to change you. You know, I'm not going to get into a motivational speech here, but, you know, we all have kind of a, uh, I think it's just, or we all have an instinct to like want to better ourselves. Like that's always there. I'm always thinking about like, oh, I could be saving more money. I could be working harder on, you know, I could be playing guitar more. I could play, do this more, whatever my, fucking creative little hobbies are that you know keep my my mind uh from going crazy that i like to do all day every day uh playing golf playing guitar thinking out loud into a microphone writing jokes writing this doing that just coming up with ideas and you know sometimes i execute them sometimes i don't i don't know also there is the eat healthy and exercise thing that's that's always there i'm a you know in my mid 40s i can't uh <laughs> not eating like shit and not moving around enough does does impact me a lot more so there's always that thought the thought process it's always there but the date isn't going to change that i'm in a, a a weight loss mode right now again i uh i uh you know i've uh I've, the holidays have happened i went i went a little heavy on the snacks and uh you know i could see a gut <laughs> you know so i've uh i've gotten into the uh 
you know i started like i went hard on it a week ago or like no no cheating no fucking around no nothing and i'm doing the you know eating eating six times a day small amounts you know I, I learned that trick from some friends on a nutritional program i don't need to do the nutritional program to do it anymore i know how to i learned how to apply it to the grocery store so now i just do it that way and uh yeah it works you start doing it the fucking as long as you don't fuck around it's hard not to fuck around especially the holidays are still going uh but it works it kicks the my tab the my, my tab the myth metabolism into high gear and uh but i don't know holidays are almost over that's great i'm very very happy that the holidays are almost over we're in the we're in the sweet spot right now we're in the the holiday taint <laughs> the holiday the holiday chode of uh christmas to new year's this is this part is fine the worst part is thanksgiving to christmas that's when the parking lots are full traffic is everywhere they go to the trying to you know go just go to the grocery store to get something for dinner and it's you know lines and every crowds and uh and i you know i gotta do all my grocery shopping at like you know 6 a.m or whatever place right when the place is open because it's the only time where there's no crowds i hate crowds they bother me they make me feel i just get very irritated very easily um but yeah so that's that's where we're at there we're we're almost through that um yeah so what are some fun things to talk about oh well i mean you might have noticed how this podcast started uh i guess i could chat about that for a second uh you may have noticed if you listen to this podcast you may have noticed there was no music at the beginning um there probably won't be any music at the end either i think i'm uh, abandoning the music thing uh as a uh, I don't know what the issue is technologically. I've tried a hundred different things, um, but you may notice that the the music is sounding very glitchy and warpy and shitty, and it's it's really annoying. Um, the problem, well, there's I don't I don't know what the problem is specifically, but the problem uh, I have on my end is uh, I don't hear that when I'm recording. It sounds fine in my headphones, and I'm doing the recording everything sounds fine so i don't think of to play with any with any of the knobs or do any of this or any of that and i don't know what the issue is is it the recording my friend recorded it at his house he texted it to me and i <laughs> i then emailed it to myself and downloaded it to my fucking laptop and then i just play it through that i don't know it could be the recording it could be you know the laptop it could be the mixer i don't know i don't know i don't know what the issue is or why it all of a sudden started doing that but um i don't like it it's annoying and uh like i said the problem is is i don't hear it when i'm doing the recording when i'm recording the podcast everything sounds fine and the doom has arrived what's up doom how you doing all right fuck off anywho uh so uh i don't hear it in the recording so it sounds fine i don't hear the issues until uh it posts on spotify and apple wherever wherever you hear listen to my podcast i don't hear it until then that's when um that's when i'm like oh it sounds like shit it sounded fine on my end and through my laptop and on the recording but then when it posts it's like okay that still didn't work so i fucked around i tried a bunch of different things and it still sounds like shit so 
as of right now i'm abandoning the music idea it was it wasn't important it was only there to bookend the, the episode um doomer you just don't don't step on things you know the rules here pal <laughs> don't step on the mouse don't step on the fucking mixer get off of that okay um i will pet you okay here all right yeah yeah that, that's about okay um so yeah so anyway i think i don't know as, as of right now i don't i don't think a single human being is going to give a shit except for one and that's the guy who sent me the music so sorry josh uh you were supposed to be my tech guy anyway and you didn't do that so the fact that i'm having technological difficulties and so your music can't be in my podcast anymore is all your fault anyway you have nobody to blame but yourself <laughs> you were supposed to be the guy he was supposed to be the eldest to my stav. Uh, you know, you know, every podcast has its laptop tech guy. Uh, I don't know all of their names, but they, they all have that. Uh, Josh was supposed to be the guy for this, and he didn't do it. He didn't follow through. He was all talk and no execution, and so I just started doing it on my own. So here we are. So anyway, job's still open. If anybody wants to apply, anybody wants to be a tech, a, a laptop guy, <laughs> on a podcast i'm open to suggestions also it'd be nice to have somebody to bounce ideas off of and give me some perspective on all the shitty things i talk about and you know it's just me going down rabbit hole oh and to keep track of what i'm talking about because sometimes i forget <laughs> i get down on sidetracks and then i get to the end of the sidetrack and then i'm like so what was i talking about again What was I talking about again? I'm just kidding. Fucking around. Uh, tech guys. So, yeah. Um, jobs open. If anybody wants it, it would be nice to have somebody to talk to in here. Uh, my only concern is then, then see, when you bring other people, ah, see, that's the thing. I just hate other people. When you bring other people into the mix, then you got to deal with scheduling. And, you know, then you got to do it things at certain times. Uh, right now, I can just do the podcast whenever I fucking feel like it. Whenever I have a moment, I'm sitting at home, and I'm like, you know what? The wheels are turning. Let's go fucking hit record and see what comes out of my face. Um, like I'm doing right now. Um, sorry, Doom is very distracting right now. He is all up in the mix. And the microphone does not pet. It will not pet you. Um, yeah. Anyway, but hey, this is the Temple of Doomer podcast. It's his show. so. He can do what he wants um but yeah when he when he comes to uh working with other people then you got to deal with like scheduling and you know there's always then you can sometimes you might have to force yourself i never really have to force myself per se to do this podcast maybe a little bit because i did come up with a drop schedule that i have committed to of monday morning so i do know somewhere in that seven days <laughs> i'm gonna have to think of some things to chat about watch some movies whatever do do just live my life and just be like you know what this will be the thing i talk about on the podcast so anyway so what to talk about today uh, i got a few things one uh, uh my golf game is is at is at its lowest uh not not entirely i went out this morning and things i kind of dialed it today it took me a while but uh, I played a, a round of golf yesterday with the fellas, and it was the absolute worst round of golf I've ever played in my life. And I'm not exaggerating at all, not even a little bit. I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious. I did not get one bogey. 18 holes of golf, and I couldn't even get a bogey. Um, 
if you don't know what a bogey is, I don't know who's listening to this and what your knowledge is of golf, but if you don't know what a bogey is, it is what most golfers would describe as mild disappointment. <laughs> it's worse than a par. And that mild disappointment became my goal. By the seventh or eighth hole, I was like, I still haven't even gotten a bogey. It's been all doubles and triples this whole time. I need, <laughs> I just, I'm just trying to get a bogey at this point. And after 18 holes, I failed. It was, oh my God, it was the shittiest round of golf I ever played. I was done with golf yesterday. Uh, and then I got up this morning and I was like, all right, I'm going to go to my little par three practice course and uh, hit around there. And uh, I was scared to do it because I was like, if I play today the way I played yesterday, I'm probably never going to play golf again. I'm probably going to take my clubs to the fucking Goodwill and just leave them there. Uh, <laughs> and just be like, oh, well, that was fun. That was a fun little couple years. Time to find a new hobby or whatever. <laughs> uh it was it was so it was a little terrifying and uh i did get a bogey first hole uh then it was a bunch of doubles and triples uh i got a par on eight this whole this course is a nine hole course um so i was playing shitty but i did get a bogey and i also got a par and then i was like fuck it i'm gonna play it again and i did another nine out and somewhere around the fourth or fifth hole i finally dialed it and the swing was good and I was hitting the ball and seeing the thing I wanted to see. The ball was taking flight. I wasn't chunking it into the ground or blading it and just hitting hard grounders, which I did all day yesterday. That was all I did yesterday. The only time I would hit a good shot is um, if I was like so pissed off that I couldn't hit the ball right, I would, I would use a, a too strong of a club for the shot. Because I'm like, I'm probably just going to chunk it or blade it. And I'm just going to hit a grounder. So I might as well use a stronger club. So maybe it'll get to the green. And then, of course, I would hit it perfectly. And it would just fly fucking 100 feet past the green. And, man, it was just, <laughs> I just couldn't win yesterday. Everything was fucking, was killing me. And I know better than to do that. I'm like, always use the correct club and just do what it is. If you, if you fuck up your swing, you fuck up your swing. That's the nature of the beast, you know. I shit the bed every time I play golf. It happens. It's always going to happen. That's that's the price you pay for being a once a week golfer at best. Um, but I've never had an entire day, 18 holes, four solid hours of shitting the bed before. It's never been that bad. There's usually at least a couple of good moments, but I didn't have a single one yesterday. Anyway, um, so that's me bitching about golf. So I'll move on from that um let's see what else did i have on the thing i've watched uh, a couple of a uh, couple of netflix specials oh fucking doom i'm not filming right now doom is attacking okay and i'm not i didn't turn my phone on for this one um anyway um what was i saying i watched a couple of comedy specials on netflix this weekend um one of them being ricky gervais's armageddon and uh I'll, I'll get into the next one in a second the next one just came out today piece that together when i'm recording uh but ricky gervais's armageddon um i watched it uh i didn't laugh at all uh which i don't judge a comedy special too harshly on that because i did watch it alone and it's hard to make somebody laugh when they're sitting by themselves um that's why i generally don't like to watch comedy by myself but um anyway it's, it's, I was alone and I wanted to check it out. So I did. Um, but 
what i didn't like about it is, is it just felt like the whole special the or at least the reoccurring theme throughout the special was the whole just doing that tired ass comedians can't be funny i'm so edgy oh oh people get offended blah 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 it's like okay we get it i'm, I'm not i'm not disagreeing with it i'm not saying that doesn't happen but it's it's a tired ass comedy premise just write fucking jokes and say them quit quit talking about how edgy you are i don't know it's just i don't know i just don't like that premise it's old it's it's been done to death quit beating that dead horse you know ricky gervais is a great fucking comedian i mean God, what was i don't even know what special it was but like his rosa parks bit about how she took the dis <laughs> she she took the fucking the disabled people's seats like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna fuck it up so i'm not gonna repeat it but that whole bit was oh my god like that's fucking great do that kind of shit that's so good don't talk about do edgy jokes don't talk about how you do edgy jokes i don't know i don't know ricky gervais was fucking he and here's the other thing is like his his one of his best fucking things is uh his his oscars or gold globe whatever the movie shows he does he does the you know uh the award shows and he just kind of goes off on celebrities and just fucking roasts the shit out of them to their faces and when you put him in that environment it's so much better it's like it gives it such a more that's what gives it an edge versus performing in a theater for a bunch of people who paid to see you and are familiar with your comedy and you're just there it's it's more of an echo chamber when you do that um as opposed to uh when you when you're taken out of your environment and put in front of that crowd like bill burr he when he did uh snl his opening monologue and this was like hot in the pandemic and he just did that whole thing about because if you know bill burr's comedy he's very like he's he's always had the you know he's always been pro disease he has many bits about being uh pro disease there's too many people population control is very common for him so for him to do that in his own environment it's whatever it's funny but it's but when you put him on the snl stage and he does that material in a pandemic it's uh, it made it like a thousand times more exciting and funner i don't know anyway if you're into that sort of thing go check out ricky gervais's armageddon it is it, it's okay he is i don't know it just i it wasn't for me um per se uh but then another stand-up comedy special came out this morning by a one dave Chappelle uh called dreamer or the dreamer i don't know i don't remember if there was a the on it or not and dave Chappelle put on a pretty blue dress and <laughs> he's getting a little more transy every time he comes out <laughs> <laughs> i'm just fucking around uh it was i fucking laughed my ass off through the dave Chappelle special i fucking laughed my ass off through the whole thing like out loud um i'm just kind of i don't know i don't I, I can't ruin anything but i'm not going to remember any of the jokes and i wouldn't try to do them here anyway um but just premise wise you know he 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 did a couple a couple of trans jokes but he just kind of did it just as kind of um making fun of the fact that he went so hard on the trans thing because he did and it was you know maybe whatever my personal beliefs are my life is or not doesn't matter but you know i love jokes i love comedy i nothing's off limits in my opinion 
um but he did do beat that to death <laughs> i just don't like it when comedians beat things to death and he did like three specials on that one subject it was starting to you know he was starting to give me some michael richards fucking he got heckled online and now he just won't shut the fuck up about this one thing it's like all right dude we get it we get it okay uh i just in my opinion he went a little too hard on that um however he he peppered he peppered those jokes in uh they were okay it was just like there was the first one and i was like really you're doing this again but he then he just did it to segue into how he's not doing that and that's fine um but his whole he did a whole fucking thing about the the chris rock will smith slap and him getting attacked on stage at the hollywood bowl and i was just fucking crying laughing it was so fucking good oh my god um dave Chappelle just he he he's the man he could just do it and he did it in the same theater where he did who uh where he did uh killing them softly um da, 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 which is i would put yeah and killing them softly i think that's in my top five list of like greatest fucking my my favorite stand especially like daniel tosh is completely serious louis ck hilarious uh dave Chappelle killing them softly chris rock bigger and blacker oh what's number five that's so tough i don't know i'll have to i keep saying i'm gonna do top 10 lists or top five lists as a, a theme for episodes but i i keep not doing that um i keep just fucking <laughs> just turning the mic on and talking with no apparent plan whatsoever um but as far as just a, a comedy special whatever you think of dave Chappelle, this that whatever doesn't matter i can only look at the fact that i put it on I sat through it for an hour. I was totally entertained. I wasn't checking my watch. I wasn't looking at my phone. I wasn't doing any of that. I, I watched the whole thing and I fucking laughed my ass off through all of it. It was fucking good. That dude's just got it. He, he's got a gift. You know, he can get serious. He could do this. He could do that. But he could just drop a punchline and it fucking tickles me every time. So um yeah thumbs up there uh what else is there got some time left do another fucking seven minutes here um zach snyder another netflix i'm going all netflix today uh turns out netflix won the streaming wars <laughs> in my opinion or so far they're they're kicking everybody's ass everybody thought netflix was going to be fucked back when uh they all the all the streaming wars Thing. oh disney's starting their own thing and there's going to be warner brothers and paramount everybody's starting their own streaming first streaming service and they're going to pull all their content from netflix and fucking all netflix is going to have is their own shit and uh yeah netflix is just fine and they're 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 the one killing it it's becoming the streaming service i go to the most at this point um however uh well this isn't really however um uh zach snyder released a movie on netflix a netflix movie uh called rebel moon and um uh to give my thoughts on it uh if so rebel moon was um to my understanding i don't know the full backstory on this because i didn't look it up because i don't care um but he originally wrote the movie to be a star wars movie and he, he pitched the movie to star wars he got an, uh, a a meeting with them because he can do that and uh, he pitched the movie and they said no 
<laughs> which and we're talking Disney era Star Wars. They kind of say yes to everything. They they'll fucking greenlight anything. The only thing I can imagine is uh the 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 Star Wars people were just like nobody like and I mean nobody wants to see a fucking slow motion lightsaber fight, Zack Snyder. Uh cuz this guy he's all about the slow-mo. That's his that's his signature thing. He loves slow motion and with like weird uh like you know operatic music playing behind it. It's just it's 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 artsy, but he overdoes it. You know, it gets it does get lame. It's why his movies are four fucking hours, is because a third of it is slow motion. Um, some I don't know, some directors just have these like these little things, these like signature things they do. Mac Michael Bay had the up angle. He was all about the fucking up angle, which I get from a director's perspective. The up angle, it's the hero shot. It makes you look larger in life. That's 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 the picture you're painting in that moment. But he'll film entire scenes like that in the middle of the movie. We're not even to that point in the movie where the our uh, protagonist overcomes the thing, you know, and then you show the hero shot and then he saves the day and gets the girl kind of a thing. Fade to black, roll credits, right? Um that's where you do the hero shot. But Michael Bay will just film an entire scene in the middle of the movie, just shot at an up angle because it looks cool. And it's just, I don't know. It's kind of annoying. And you just, at some point I just feel like a toddler, like watching this movie. Like, why am I staring up at everybody? I don't know. Rabbit holing right now. Let's get to rebel moon. Cause I only got a couple minutes left here. Um, so anyway, it's supposed to be a fucking star Wars movie. I imagine he just took the script, he pitched it to Netflix, he changed a few things, he changed, uh, I'm not going to remember shit and I didn't take any notes about this, but uh, he changed Empire to the Mother World, I believe it was called, it's the same thing, fucking space Nazis, um, but yeah, this movie, it just, it was just like, dude, dude, like there's no backstory really, there's, they show some of like, okay, the main chick, she's like a, a you know, she was she actually was part of the Empire or the Mother World or whatever the fuck. You know, she was like a soldier and, you know, she she defected and I don't know. A thing happens on this little farming planet. There isn't any explanation to why a thing happens. Uh, the space Nazis show up and they're like, yeah, you're going to give us all your shit. Why do they want their shit? Like it's a this farming planet with just like no technology, no nothing. They just fucking harvest grain and shit there's no real explanation to why they want that shit, but we're going to take all your grain. Okay, cool. So the chick is like, I'm going to put together a team. And then she just sort of bounces around, you know, goes to a cantina, you know, and gets the fucking, the sons of anarchy dude. Who's clearly the Han Solo of this movie. And uh, he's like, yeah, sure. I'll join your team, but there's no motivation to why anybody's doing anything. They're just like, yeah, let's be on the team everybody just automatically joins and they go around and collect all these things there's like this fabio looking guy who rides a fucking griffin <laughs> and just like which which doesn't serve any purpose that he could do that they just show him doing it it's just like uh, i don't know there's just no reason for everybody to be joining this team it's just like han solo in a new hope he was driven by greed okay he wanted money they promised him money they promised him wealth he's gonna get paid Okay, so he's all about the money. He brings it up many times throughout the throughout the movie. You know, he's all about that paper. That's his whole thing. He's a space scoundrel. 
okay and then he has his fucking character arc at the end where you know he split before the fight and then he's like fuck it i'm gonna go back and help my friends okay all right and that's his little thing to overcome so he has his motivation he's driven through the whole thing luke was a dreamer he believed beyond the stars they just showed that shot of him staring at the two sons which is, doesn't seem safe but whatever and you know his his family gets killed and you know he, you know he, everybody's got motivation everybody's driven there's a reason for everybody to go along with this situation but this movie didn't have any of that it just skipped past all of it it's just like boom 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 big fight at the end voila there you have a movie um yeah so I don't know. I don't, I, and it's, it's already, he's already set it up as like Netflix signed on to no matter how the movie does good or bad. He's already, they've already signed on to at least another movie. I don't know if it's already, it's probably at least going to be a trilogy, but they've already posted, you know, the next, the next episode comes out in, uh, in April. So there's that. So I don't know. I, I, and it's one of those things i'm not excited i sat through that whole movie i watched i actually watched it twice to see if i was missing anything but no i wasn't it just wasn't good it's just a ton of shitty slow motion um but anyway um the next one's coming out I, i'll probably watch it just out of general curiosity when it does come out but i'm not excited about it at all and if you're gonna end a movie with that and tease the next movie there should be some basic excitement in me to see what's going to happen next. And um, I've got none of that. But anyway, this would be the moment in the in the podcast where I would start playing music and do my little sign off thing. But uh, I'm not doing that today. And I don't know if I'll ever do it again. It's weird without the bookends, I, I would say. Um, but anywho, uh, happy fucking new year. Uh, if that means anything to you, um, I hope uh 2024 Ooh, it's an election year i should probably talk about that but i don't have time for that right now so i don't know maybe we'll we'll get into that next time anyway fuck off hail satan blah blah blah